Book Review Title, A Dead Jinn in Cairo, Fatma al-Sharawi Book 0.5, by P. Jelly Clark Genre, Historical, Fantasy Rating, 3 stars I have read both Ring Shout and The Black God's Drums by P. Jelly Clark in the past and liked them although they were both missing something for me. However, A Dead Jinn in Cairo and The Haunting of Tramcaro 1-5 are prequel short story to Clark's upcoming novel, A Master of Jinn so I had to read them. These books are set in Egypt, 1912, in an alternate Cairo and we are following special investigator Fatma el-Sharawi who works for the Ministry of Alchemy. Enchantments and supernatural entities and supernatural elements are something that Clark writes brilliantly and I can't wait to see what these stories have in store for me. Fatma is working with a local detective, Inspector Asim Sharif to investigate the death of a jinn and it seems that this one committed suicide which is very unusual, but what is even more unusual is the fact that this jinn is in possession of an angel's feather which are extremely rare and hardly ever seen and to Fatma something about the jinn's death just doesn't sit right. Fatma and Asim head to meet with an angel to learn who the feather belonged to. They end up meeting the maker who informs them that the feather belongs to the harvester and they need to travel into the slums in order to find him. They do just that but it is obvious that the people of the slums are spooked as they won't guide the pair to the harvester's home not even when they offer to pay them meaning something isn't right there. They manage to find the building by themselves only to find the harvester dead and gulls, undead beings feasting on the angel corpse. They have to fight off the gulls as the angel's metal casing bears the same glyphs as the ones they found near the dead jinn but they seem to leave of their own accord when they are discovered and things are just becoming stranger and as they do, the more uncomfortable this makes Fatma. The dead angel was a necromancer and as it is now dead both the Cairo police and the ministry considering the case closed but the manner of their death and the word the rising appearing at both scenes with the glyphs are too many coincidences for Fatma to consider the case closed. That night Fatma is lured to the worshipper of Hathor as they need to inform her of a dark prophecy, in which three sacrifices have to be made in order to open a door to the dark world. Two of the three sacrifices have already been made in the form of the jinn and a harvester but they have no idea who the final one is. When they mention the clock of worlds, Fatma instantly remembers the clock the maker was working on when they spoke to him previously and she rushes to his home along with Siddi. It seems when they arrive that they are too late but the maker does inform them that they are doing this to let the dark ones, who are seen as gods by the jinn and the angels through to remake the human world into a perfect world before killing himself becoming the final sacrifice, and allowing the door to open. As a creature attempts to make its way into their world, Fatma and Siddi try and stop it and Fatma realizes that the clock is the key to everything and to close the door they need to stop the clock. She takes this task on herself, seemingly sacrificing her father's pocket watch in order to close the door but City returns it with a few more scratches but relatively fine before the Cairo police turn up on the scene and City vanishes into the night promising to see Fatma again. Overall, I found A Dead Jin in Cairo an interesting introduction to the world and magic systems as well as the variety of characters but it did try and cram a lot into less than 50 pages which is why my rating is low. If it had been around 100 pages long rather than 50 there would have been more time to explore the prophecy and to see the motivations of the three sacrifices in a bit more detail. Buy it here. Kindle edition, amazon.co.uk amazon.com. Also see, Ring Shout. The Black God's Drums.